podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sunday evening checklist. Uh, meal prep done, clothes laid out, and your fantasy NFL team picked for Paddy Power Fantasy's massive £2.75 million prize pot fantasy game. First place wins a million pounds. And because Paddy Power Fantasy games last only as long as the game week, we'll have a winner by Monday. You could pay someone to lay out your clothes on Sundays. Only £9 to enter, and last entry by 6pm Sunday. Paddy Power Fantasy. Hate waiting, love winning. Paddy Power Fantasy rules apply. 18plusbegumbleaware.org Hello and welcome to the Nat Coombs Show, presented by Paddy Power Fantasy. Good to have you with us, gang. Tom Deacon in the house this Friday. We're going to get into everything with him very, very shortly. Just a quick bit of housekeeping, quick announcement. Paddy Power Fantasy, our terrific sponsors, have launched a Nat Coombs Show League, a private free-to-play competition starting next week. It will be for next Sunday's NFL games, and there is a £1,000 prize pool. So you can pit your skills against other Nat Coombs Show listeners, against me and the OG. We might even get Iron Mike Carson to put a team together as well. How about that? £1,000 prize pool. Follow us on social media at the NC Show to find out more information. We're releasing that on Monday. We'll check out Monday's pod for more details. Right then, let's get the show on the road and check in with Tom Deacon. Tom Deacon, good to see you, man. Mate, it's so good to see you now. It's um, so much NFL to get into and talk about, but seeing you mm. makes me happy. Oh, man, I'm sorry, because we played the same five-a-side team, but we didn't get to play last week. No, you said you pulled an injury. I'm uh, on, on the IR. I pulled a Devontae Adams uh, turf toe, <laughs> um, so I think I'm out for next week. But oh, what? It was, a, it was a ferocious five-a-side game. Do you know what mm. really annoys me? And I know that you've got a sore rib, so I can't, but yeah. when football players touch you, hold you before you, you move, and you have to sort of... It's like you were in a, it felt like Strictly at times, <laughs> but um, but anyway, I, it's, it's been a rude awakening actually. That the first game we played, were you played the, the first game where I just expected to kind of tap dance in a little bit of flat. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. There was no room in that five side field. So it, it, do you know what? Oddly enough, it makes me think about NFL, like how those wide receivers are getting the toe taps in with such limited the dexterity and just. Whoop. And I can do none of that at uh, the five side. <laughs> no, but we exactly did training the, the week yeah. before. We did. And I was like, I'm, I've got this. Ready. I've got this. And when I came to play, I was like, I am not yeah. match fit. I haven't got this. And it's the sharpness, not being able to know what to do. Yeah. Speed. Speed of thought. I'm turning like an oil rig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you feel the same way as well. It's not like it was 10 years ago, I'll tell you, or even longer. It is a little bit like a mean machine as well. Some of the teams we play. Uh, props to Harry, our producer, for dropping a mean machine reference before we came in here. So that yeah. reminded me that, yeah, we need to toughen up a bit I think uh, there's toughening up when the match is actually playing you get a lot of like oh, leave it out leave it out and afterwards uh, it's so lovely to play against really you enjoyed. that was really enjoyable shall we have a beer come on <laughs> yeah. uh, well anyway I'm glad you're in the five side time even though we're having kind of mixed time of it unlike your 49ers oh man what, rolling listen, rolling, every, rolling everyone's saying about the Niners if you weren't there during the bad times you do not deserve to be there for the 8-0 I yes. mean when you look at those seasons 5-11 and 11, then it was a 2-14 and 6-10 and te- 4-12 uh, last year Kyle Shanahan is working we've been patient us Niners fans and now we get to enjoy the fruits of that labour and um, although I have to say the Cardinals game it was tense it was yeah, a bit tense I mean, heavy it. double digit favourites everybody are kind of you know drinking the Kool-Aid after last week's performance the Cardinals made it made it tight and you got an interesting approach you got a gig tonight stand up gig tonight so you mm. couldn't stay up all night and watch the game no. so what is your when you're in that situation what is your approach to your team's playing you know you can't stay up 
you tend to kind of check the score if you wake up at the night or do you how do you save it how do you how do you approach it yeah there's no if i'm going to bed that's it i'm i'm out cold mm. there's no like waking up uh, and cheekily checking because i know that i'll just watch it so what i do is it's a, a full lockdown airplane mode normally and there it goes alarms ready have you got some kind of eye mask I, from a fresh from a, a flight last week i was actually at the seattle ravens game i went to that nice i gotta get into that yeah just to follow the opposition um right. uh, keep your friends <laughs> close but really enemies yeah. closer uh, <laughs> ready for next week yeah. but um but yeah so the eye mask on loving it and i get up and then watch the full game replay on on my game pass however Mm-mm. Check the phone. A friend who's a Seattle fan had messaged me. I hadn't put it on airplane mode. So at that point, watching the game back, I'm now in panic mode. Does that mean the Cardinals have won? So it's the message was ambiguous, was it? Ambiguous, mm. but it was enough to turn my head because at that point I'm like, well, we, did we win? He wouldn't have messaged me if we won. He, but maybe he did message me. So I'm going through it and watching that game. I tell you what, Kyler Murray, uh, that 88, I think it was 88 yard touchdown, Isabella changed the dynamic yeah. of that game. But at the end of the day, Jimmy G, when he, when people have questioned him and said, is he good enough? Is he enough to lead this team? When the defense and the running game wasn't rolling, he stood up, four touchdowns, career yeah. high. Um, he's the man. And, and, I, and I don't know who will stop the Niners at the moment. I can't believe it. I mean, I mean, rabbiting on about this all season long, I can't believe how quick people were to write off Garoppolo. I mean, it's mm. ridiculous and representative, I think, of the generation that we live in that very short memories and it, it, it was absurd and, and last night as you say the best game of his of the season probably the best game of his career uh demonstrating that they are a, a pretty complete unit we know defensively what they can do offensively i mean look at the we were chatting about this before we came on air if one of the running backs doesn't go if tevin coleman he had a yeah. difficult day at the office because he was getting the carries couldn't get anything going matt breeder steps up no problem yeah uh, they've added sanders who's just slotted straight in there as well this offense is really cohesive and he got this one of the best defenses of the NFL alongside him. And they ha- are the real deal. The, the record represents that. The question is, Tom Deacon. Oh, he, here we go. Put him in a spot. Are they go. good enough to get and win the Super Bowl? Get to and win the Super Bowl? Currently, at the moment, yes. However, I, I feel like the Saints are a very strong team. Uh, pe- people are forgetting that, how good defensively they are. Who do you fear most in the NFC? Always Green Bay. Always Aaron Rodgers. More than the Saints. More than the Saints, because uh, I, I remember an NFC Championship game that, with the Niners back in the day where it was a Drew Brees and Alex Smith, um, rest his soul. Uh, <laughs> sort of, is there some breaking news? I don't no, know. no, there's okay. no breaking news, but Thank I just, I just okay. love him. I hope he makes that uh, comeback. But, okay. but um, I, I fear Aaron Rodgers and what he's able to do at the moment. Defensively, I think they're there for the taking, the Green Bay Packers. You think so? Because a lot of people are quite big on their defense. You think I think they were like the big matchup. on them, but I feel like that, that there is times in their play that offensively they're rolling and especially with the two Aarons you've got Jones now running yep. Matt LaFleur that system's working yep. Aaron Rodgers making plays like you wouldn't believe those are the two teams that scare me uh, the most but the Niners and I think you you put it perfectly you've got such a running back committee uh, next man up situation we had McGinchley the right tackle left tackle Joe Staley go out mm. next man up and the confidence I think there's a couple of games this year the Niners could have lost and it would have changed the whole dynamic but mm. you've got a team that are rolling on confidence and everyone doubted Jimmy G his five interceptions in the in preseason and what have you you're thinking and he has been throwing interceptions but last night he didn't Sanders is there making plays mm. uh, it's an exciting time for the Niners and I, I definitely think that they will uh, be challenging it would, it would take a really really good performance because schematically they're playing so well like they know how to deal with every situation the Seahawks you're mentioning obviously coming yeah. up which is the last chance for the Seahawks in that division right mm. it's looking at the moment that certainly a first round buy and, and possibly probably 
home field advantage, which mm. is, which is going to obviously be really significant. So another thing I was looking at, think about who won the last Super Bowl. Oh, that was a, a quiz question. That was a question. Uh, the Patriots, yes. The head coach, Belichick. <laughs> yes. Right? Super Bowl before? Uh, Super Bowl before was... Uh, the Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. Head coach? Head coach, uh, Doug uh, Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. yeah. Belichick. Peterson. Okay. Shanahan. Yes. You see where I'm going with this? It, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not seeing where you're going with it. It's head coach in three syllables. Okay. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dan Quinn. Take it to Dan the bridge. Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. No, Dan Quinn. Sean McVeigh. Dan Quinn, get Sean your CV McVay. ready, mate. Get your CV <laughs> ready. McVay, just not, you see what, I'm, see what I'm going with it? I see what you're saying. The, the, it's all about the syllables. <laughs> <laughs> where is it going to, looking, hyping up the positives, all the good things that are happening, where could it fall down, do you think? Is there a certain player? Look at the Texans, JJ Watt goes down. Yeah. They're, they're still going to feel they're going to make the playoffs. But when you get to the, that crunch stage of the season, you're up in a divisional game, championship game possibly, you're missing a player like that, it severely diminishes your chances, right? Yeah. Who in the team are you most scared of, other than Garoppolo, you're most scared of losing that you think could really affect the balance, imbalance the side to a detrimental degree? Um, at the moment, you, you'd look at George Kittle and mm. say he, he's, he's the comfort blanket, he's the safety blanket for, for that quarterback, uh, Jimmy G, to if he's not there on that third down, who, who else are you going to throw to? You know, he got a little bit banged up in that game. Uh, I think at the moment, Quan Alexander, uh, has had an MRI, um, very shortly we'll be having one of those. And mm. as soon as he was out of the game, our linebacker, um, he's been just revolutionary. The whole defense has been revolutionary. So without him, that 88 yard touchdown happened. Mm. So you've got, um, you've got Greenlaw, you've got, uh, Aziz Al-Shahir. What a name. I love that. Love um, if it, back in the days we had to put letter, you had to pay for each letter on the back <laughs> of your jersey, you'd be livid with that. However, uh, I feel like losing George Kittle offensively would be a real comfort blanket for Jimmy G to be to be lost there. But it, it has been a situation. The next man up, mm. you said Kyle and um, You're like, what, what does he offer? Yeah. Um, but he offers so much. But we've survived without him. Mm. So I feel like when you say about JJ Watt and the Houston Texans, defensively they haven't been as strong as the Niners. They lose another piece. Offensively, they have to be even better. And yeah. Deshaun Watson has been fantastic, but he can't carry the whole team. Mm. Whereas I think with the, the there's a balance on that Niners team. So I think, yeah, if if any one piece was to go, George Kittle would be that man. Did you watch the Wembley game on Sunday? Uh, I watched highlights of it. I, I didn't fancy that game, I have to say. All I could think of when I was doing the broadcast, well, yeah. maybe not all I could think of, but yeah. what I was often thinking of doing the broadcast was our Jared Goff chat from earlier oh. in the season. <laughs> uh, just, just the th- now that I know that Jared Goff uh, is a Geordie yep. and has a Geordie accent, <laughs> it makes watching him a lot more fun, especially when it he's does. throwing interceptions. What's the big oh, we? What were you doing there? Like? Don't believe it. Oh, man, I'm throwing a ball really fast on that and you didn't catch it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to have to go and speak to Sean now. Robert Woods, what are you doing? <laughs> Robert, can he see through the woods? <laughs> I can't get the ball to him, Nick. Cup or cup? It's a cup. cup he cups cup. the ball. So many of the Rams players are perfect for the Geordie action. Todd Gurley. Uh, cup or cup? Oh, no. It was, I, I did All watch I could... bits of it. I, I thought you did a fantastic job, Mr. No. Did you enjoy it? Because it looks, because I'm going to Wembley this Sunday. Yeah. So I'm very excited for the Houston Texans Jags game. Yeah. Although I'm a little bit furious that I paid full price for them back in the day, those mm. tickets, uh, when they first came out. They're a lot cheaper now. There's one enough. or two around. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. 
But, however, mm. I know those tickets will sell because people will want to go along and that's a perfect day out. So. Yeah, we, I mean, our, on the way over to the stadium at about midday, I suppose, uh, there was loads of buzz on social media about tickets. Mm. And, oh, you can get them for 10 quid and what's going on? And I'm really worried. Is Wembley going to be half full and all of this? It was packed. It was a great yeah. atmosphere. Even, you know, even other, and I suppose the Bengals made it competitive given mm. how dysfunctional they were playing. Going into the game and in the game, defensively in particular, it was shambolic. Yeah. But it was still, it's an amazing thing about the NFL, isn't it? Even getting into the fourth quarter, despite that, it was still an open game. It still felt like they could, they could possibly Somehow come back. Come back yeah. yeah. Uh, which is really interesting to see with Andy Dalton being, uh, being benched on his birthday, <laughs> which, which, <laughs> oh, that cuts everybody. I mean, sometimes, you know, a loved one might not be in and you might not get your present and that's bad enough, but to be, <laughs> to lose your starting quarterback, uh, job, but they, the Bengals, uh, have not been, uh, rolling at all. Uh, well, do you think they got, do you think it was a case of getting all the, the roster together good all the starters please step forward uh, uh, Andy <laughs> not so fast you're no longer a starter Andy <laughs> we were talking about this with Josh Rosen poor Josh Rosen Josh Rosen has had a really tough time of it because he doesn't fit in to what Cliff Kingsbury wants to do after a difficult rookie season and a bad team that most quarterbacks would have had a difficult time of right mm. so he gets dealt to Miami it's a fresh new start he's in and out of the team which can't help his mindset everybody's talking about we're going to get the number one pick. We're going to get Tua. We're going to get a quarterback. We really need a quarterback. And Rose is just standing there. Guys, I'm... Guys, I'm still in the room. And I'm, a oh, no. I'm no. a quarterback. No, we we know. We know, Josh. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry, we, you're not a quarterback. It's, it's painful for him and it's really unfair. But like, I just I pictured Andy Dalton just mm. about to blow out the candles. But they're all wishing him happy birthday. <laughs> and just gets a the message uh, uh, on his phone. He's like, you are now benched. <laughs> <laughs> just blows the candles sure. out. It's it, it's a it's a sorry state, but the the Rams are you know they were a good team. But however, I'm I'm looking forward to this Sunday mm. for the fact that the Texans are an exciting offensive team to yeah. watch. Uh, not so great on on defense, and then you've got the Jazz with Gardner Minshew. That, that, that's an exciting game. Right it's, there. it's all about Minshew for for all kinds of reasons. I mean, he of course, and I'm sure you know you would have read my ESPN column this week. All yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. I'm not all the way Minshew. through it. Is that the right thing to say? <laughs> a lot of words. You had looked at the pictures. <laughs> Minshew was the, the obvious choice to write about this week because he is, uh, it, I think, to be in a meteoric rise is often misappropriated, overused. That's absolutely what's happened with Gardner Minshew. Mm. The start of the season, hardcore Jags fans knew him because he played in preseason. He wasn't even going to make the roster, or at mm. least there was, this, there was quite a strong position that he might not make the roster. He had that breakthrough year. Washington State's final year of college. So I'd heard the name through Ben Isaacs on our regular on our show, yeah. college experts. He said, look, he's you know had a sensational season. He was in the kind of outside conversation for the Heisman, I think fifth or sixth in that. So he wasn't a complete nobody. But nevertheless, he was a low round draft pick yeah. in a draft where quarterbacks weren't exactly you know rich. It wasn't a rich quarterback draft. And he was a, a, a kind of at the textbook backup. Suddenly, week one, he's thrust in after, what, five, six snaps. And everybody's thinking, who's this guy? What's he going to do? And it looked like the Jag season was done and dusted. Yeah, yeah. But quite the, he's done quite the opposite. He's not only kept their season alive, but he's galvanized the fan base. Yeah, that, that's that word exactly. They galvanized a, a team with, with Fournette looks confident, like yeah. running like this workhorse that's there. But the whole team rallied behind him. DJ right. Chark yeah. is firing up. The only person who's not necessarily is Westbrook at the moment getting any, right. any passes. But, but DJ Chark. Well, I mean, I do think it's just typical that he's on my fantasy team. Um, however, <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, but that's a great shot because I was chatting to uh, a Jags fan who was saying, 
of course the DJ Shark connection is is great and receivers and a young rookie quarterback often work well in tandem that a rookie will find a comfort blanket it can be a tight end mm. quite a lot of the time and they've clicked straight away Shark has taken that step forward into outside of special teams being a, a proper receiver but Fournette as well he was saying that they just get on well there's just a good report there Fournette's mm. playing some of the best football of his career the links to coincidence I think Minshew is a liked player in that locker room yeah I mean he, he's he's larger than life his character the moustache that everyone talks about uh, it, the fact that he's warm up uh, pre-rituals will be just just in a jock strap stretching I mean that <laughs> sets the tone what <laughs> apparently that, seen, really that's apparently the, the rumour has it that's amazing uh, uh, I think it's Ian Rappaport or uh, yeah. t- t- talks about it because he, he likes the cut off shorts as well he, he likes banner. a lot of things that don't work but do for work for anyone else but work for him and and I think when most fr- people can't pull off a bandana no 80, late 80s LA glam <laughs> metalers yeah if you were in Guns N' Roses or Motley Crue you can yeah. pull off a bandana otherwise yeah. you can't yeah but the whole Jags fan take to him because because he's he's something exciting to get behind right but it's interesting the way I look at it is Gardner Minshew sixth round pick mm. I think he was 178 he comes from uh, Washington State the good mm. old Cougars and at which point you're thinking alright we don't expect anything of him and yet it's delivering lights out he is better than Baker Mayfield mm. stats wise this year leading an offense leading a team and then we're talking about the Bengals tanking and Miami for Tua mm. what's to say that there's a better quarterback that will fit your system it, it infuriates me that a whole team like the Dolphins will be getting rid of uh, talent from mm. their roster to fit with Tua but he might not be the answer right and, and it, it winds me up every time and yet that's why I think we get behind Gardner Minshew he's had a bit of adversity you were mm. overlooked well guess what here's your chance and he's taken it and, and that's as a sports fan we love to see big time there, there are you know a number of quarterbacks at the moment Russell Wilson Dak Prescott Brady of course most notably that were not hyped in the draft that have gone on to become you know in Brady's case the greatest of all time in Wilson's case a Hall of Famer no doubt and Prescott's not doing badly either right so it's great to see that trajectory but what do they do next so they've got Nick Foles and forget Everything we just said about charisma and the excitement. And I, and I suppose that is a consideration in a way that not just commercially, but for a team like Jacksonville, who's had a kind of hit and miss time of it recently, a couple of years back, should have made the Super Bowl probably if they'd had mm. a medical to back, but didn't have tanked a bit, a back in, have dropped a bit, I should say, as opposed to tanked a back in business potentially this season, at least a, a, a possible playoff side. Do they, Gamble because it will be a gamble to go with Minshew long term, or mm. do they play the safer, take the safer road of going with Nick Foles, who's not as exciting a player, a character, but might be a better bet in terms of long term success. It, it, it's interesting if, if that is the way that people look at Nick Foles, uh, because I personally see him as a fantastic quarterback mm. in that Super Bowl was was lights out. But that's kind of a he fit the system. He needed to do something. He did. He delivered then. Mm. But as a consistent quarterback, who is your starting quarterback in form wise, when he was at the Rams, uh, he hasn't produced that. So. It is interesting to see what they're going to do. I throw my pen down. Very at exciting I've moment. That's the pen is wet. But there are a lot of teams, thanks, Nat, that, that that essentially want a quarterback. And I feel like if Minshew's the guy that galvanizes your whole franchise mm. and the excitement, they got rid of Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, the, the Jags need Minshew more than they need Nick Foles right now. Right now, but is that is, is Minshew? It, I know you're asking. Is it a long term yeah. plan? 
yes, Foles has won a Super Bowl. However, Minchu could be that guy, and he's younger, he's cheaper mm. financially. Yeah, I feel right, like you true. should ship him out. There's there's six, uh, there's six, seven teams that potentially might want a good, strong backup quarterback. You look at the, the Bengals might want someone like Foles to, to step in, yeah. maybe as a starter. No, definitely as a starter. I think you go. I think where Foles, Steelers. What happens with Ben Roethlisberger? Right. So I feel like personally myself, I'm not a Jags fan. I would I would say let's let's go with Minchu. He's, he's proven that the t- the team are working around him, and I know it sounds so unfair that Nick Foles throws that touchdown injured out for the, mm. the amount of time he is, but hey. This is working. Don't break it if it's not fixed. Then the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> In this case, a clavicle. <laughs> so we better pick then. So we'll start with the Texas Jags. Who are you picking to win? Uh, tough, tough game. Mm. Uh, uh, I'm going to be there and I'm going to be wearing a moustache. I've already uh, ordered mm. one. Um, nice. <laughs> you can what, order one in. What kind of, uh, have you gone for a traditional garden or are you going to go? Because I think some British fans will go handle by moustache. So mm. a nod to Minshew, but this is our take on it. Add in a variation, a little yeah, twist. Yeah, yeah. I think it's and, and moustaches are there to be twisted. Mm. Uh, so I think uh, I would go for just straight up handle. I'm going to go straight up straight handle. handle. Sort of, um, yeah. Um, but I'm, sh- but I, I would say the Jags. I'm, I'm going for the Jags yeah. on that one. It's it's a home field advantage for them. They've been before. Minshew hasn't. Mm. But I, I'd I'd go with that just for the fact. That I'm not saying that JJ Watt is their only defender uh, that they have, but Deshaun Watson. He has to carry that team, and he has been lights out. Uh, they said that he took that kick in the in the eye, yeah, yeah, so he, he's kind of unsure whether he will be uh, playing. But he is in fantastic. I think it's going to be a good game. I think the Jags will, will will sort of edge it. I think that line has generally got a lot better in terms of protecting him. So that's a key battle whether mm. the decent front seven of the Jags can can mix it up a bit. And Watson, like any quarterback, obviously when they're under pressure, under more pressure. That affects their game, but some quarterbacks more than others. Watson, I think, is a player that quite clearly can destroy you if he's given enough time. And if they do give him enough time, certainly don't pressurize him big time. JJ Watt and what that means in terms of the run D, uh, mm. Fournette versus the run D there, I think is key. As we said earlier on, Fournette is looking like a different player to last yeah, season, isn't he? So definite workhorse. that's going to be fundamental. Cause I think if you do snaffle out Fournette, I just don't think there's enough weapons around. Minshew to, to put, pose a serious threat to put up enough points against mm. the Texas side that will score on you yeah. will Fuller keep an eye on him he missed practice that shoulder injury um, DeAndre Hopkins took a knock as well though he's expected to play Will Fuller less so I did a Texans pod yesterday actually and they were saying they're not expecting Will Fuller to play so that'll be a loss for them and, but, but it's a week to repeat so I, right. I suppose both uh, offensive and defensive coordinators will have learned a little bit about their plays. So you, they might not play the same way they have been in the previous weeks and, mm. and keep something a little bit special. Bill O'Brien might have something. Doug Moran might choose to do something a little bit different uh, when it comes down to it. But I feel like with the Houston Texans, they are an all-in now team and they will they will do whatever it takes to try and... Yeah to try and win that game and I think that's when you need that pass rush from the Jags to step up again and, and try and obviously get to Watson but but really cement their place in that game and, and prove that they they have got what it takes to, to sort of try and get through to the playoffs it is a, it's a wide open division really it's a fascinating mm-hmm. division you know I think it could go I mean I could see any one of those teams winning it I yeah. really could you know it, it's wide open uh, when it gets that close to a game I always think uh, it's going to come down to a field goal it's going to come down to a field goal <laughs> and I like Josh Lambeau so uh, I'm going to go with a field goal love to Lambeau the, <laughs> to the Jags to win that uh, okay Vikings Chiefs uh, jumps off the page as well of course it is unclear if Mahomes is going to play there's a lot of buzz mm. that he might I suspect they won't risk him 
Uh, and I think it is a, a well, the defined risk, I suppose. The, the Chiefs five and three. They're suddenly, look, they're, they're sorted in the AFC West. They're not going to, because it's so weak, conversely to the, the South, right? They, they're fine to win the division, but they're going to obviously want a first round bye. So they might well decide it's worth the gamble if he's 65, 70%. But I think because Matt Moore has played so competently, I'm not mm. sure they will, they will gamble in this weekend. Yeah, no one expected that. Everyone, as soon as Mahomes went down, were like, right, we need a quarterback. We need a quarterback immediately. I'm not surprised. I mean, look, I, I'm, I, Matt Moore at the Dolphins, and Dolphins fans will tell you, was serviceable. Re- yeah, re- was really solid. Better I mean, than serviceable or serviceable? <laughs> Better than serviceable. <laughs> okay. Because because that, that's what I see with Matt Moore and the, the plays that the, they were getting against the Green Bay. You are taking on Aaron Rodgers, who I said before is my worry yeah. in the NFC. So when Matt Moore steps up, Andy Reid has simplified a lot of those plays. For sure. And, and therefore allowed Matt Moore and that offense to roll a bit with Kelsey there. Uh, McCoy, you've got Tyreek Hill, the cheater. So they, they had, they, they had ability to hurt the Green Bay. And I don't think the Green Bay's defense is all that we've made out of them so mm. far. But can they defensively hold, uh, the Vikings? And, and mm. I know that Kirk Cousins is, is the guy that will want to, would you, would you like to take the ball? Can you run with it instead? <laughs> But when he has to pass, he, he he will pass, and Stefan Diggs is there. So I, so I feel like this, these Chiefs, mm. I think, I think they can get the win with Matt Moore, but they have to simplify it, and their defense needs to step up and make sure they're not on the field as long as the you know as as, as much as they have been. I think you make a great point about Andy Reid, and I think we've seen that with the Saints and Sean Payton and Teddy Bridgewater that they are such good minds, offensive minds, that they've created and revised a system quickly that accepts and uh, and factors in the limitations of their quarterbacks and that's not a knock on Teddy or Matt Moore but mm. obviously compared to Drew Brees uh, and to Mahomes they are a different level and they've done that look how successfully Peyton did that with Bridgewater and New Orleans and I think the same thing has happened pretty quickly with the Chiefs and serviceable you know he's kind of like an Alex Smith light type player right with Matt yeah. Moore. That's, that's what you're going to get is composure um, he's going to be accurate he's going to be thorough He's obviously not an explosive talent, right? But I think he is good enough to go into this game. It's at Arrowhead, remember, as well. Yeah. The Vikings will put up points on the Chiefs. We know that the Chiefs have a fallible defense, seemingly on both sides of the ball this season as well. Mm. And Cousins in, in, in step, you've got Dalvin Cook. They're going to put up a lot of points. The question is, the Chiefs, they seem to be going through this season much as they did last season. Yeah, you're going to score 40, we'll score 43. We're going to outscore you. The old Keegan Newcastle (laughs) vibe is is rolling strong there. Attack is defend. Yeah, right. So it really tough one to call because of that. I think the Vikings will, I think they're going to see a lot of points in this game. I think the Vikings will score on them. Can Matt Moore in this offense put up enough? I, look, picking this game is hard because if it is Mahomes, it is a different situation. I'm going to take, the Chiefs at home. Okay. I, th- I, th- I think a lot of people would go with that. Your mm. face says otherwise. <laughs> um, I, I, th- I feel like the, the Vikings will, will, will take this. Um, you know, you're asking Matt Moore, uh, the way that they will defend, uh, I think will be probably man coverage. The Vikings are such a good defense. Mm. And I think that Dalvin Cook, I mean, what is it? 800 yards he's already run. He's first in the NFL with rushing yards this mm. year. If he gets running, that's it. Not games over because then Kirk Cousins can pick those simple passes when they try and uh, stack up the box and stop their running game. I just think that the Vikings will take this and um, and and move on to seven and two. You know, one of the earliest when you said the game is over, one of the earliest things I can remember from watching NFL as a kid was turning on the old Channel Four highlight show 
and just hearing this commentary and this guy going, send the wife and kids to bed, this one's over. <laughs> I've never heard anything like it in my life before. Those are the reasons I fell in love with NFL. Okay, so you're going Vikings. We, we do beg to differ on that one. All right. Uh, Sunday night football, Patriots-Ravens in Baltimore. Now, this could be a dress rehearsal for the AFC Championship, right? I think there are a couple of teams in the AFC that can realistically beat the Patriots. Assuming the Patriots, well, they're going to win the AFC East. Assuming they get certainly a first-round buy at home field advantage. Sorry, it's just about you said that we assume they'll win the AFC East. No, no, that's, that's a dead cert. Come on, guys. That's a dead cert. I mean, it's a lock. What would it take? You asked me about the Niners. That what would it incredible. take for a crumble? I think if, if Bill Belichick, something happened to him, I mm. think maybe they, they, the Patriots would would, uh, would struggle. Bill starts behaving quite oddly and uncharacteristically. Just gets, smiling. <laughs> Stop smiling. Does he get obsessed with a box set and that distracts him from his, from his work? He watched five seasons of Bosch. Yeah. He's just, he's just found house. He's like, what is this guy? He's like, he's a genius. He's on my level. This is... Coach, what? we need to get back to Sunday's game. Yeah. No, but there's Grey's Anatomy to get into. Anyway, uh, yeah, you're right. The, but I think Teams the biggest the game of the week. Yeah, okay. Teams, there is the biggest game of the week. Teams in the AFC that can realistically beat the Patriots in the playoffs. In Foxborough, let's say they go all the way, home field advantage, AFC championship game. I think you can look at three teams that could do it. The Texans... I think still have that sucker punch capability mm-hmm. on the outsider for me. The Chiefs are the obvious favorite to be the big contender with Mahomes fit. The Ravens for me are the interesting middle of the three teams that I think could do it. They have the capabilities, I think, to beat the Patriots. We'll learn a lot from this Sunday's game. Yeah. I, I, <clears throat> I think everyone's seeing that as uh, what can Lamar Jackson do? I think he is one of the most exciting quarterbacks to, to watch in the league. Mm. I think it's ridiculous to start 500, I'm going to say 576 yards. Uh, he has rushed himself. That's better than the, the Bengals. <laughs> Quite a few teams. Yeah. Like he, He's dangerous when he runs with the ball. He's also dangerous when Mark Ingram's running with the ball. Yep. And as we saw against the Browns, um, that, that when Chubb got running and actually they, they, they use the players that they have yep. in the right way. And what I mean by that is in, in terms of, hey, look, Baker Mayfield's not great throwing from the pocket sometimes. So run the football. Just yep. run the football. That's a great, I mean, Chubb had 131 yards against the Patriots. Huge game. The first time you saw the Patriots wounded, I think. I mean, look, they, they walked away with the game. So let's put that in context. But there were phases in that game where mm. they just couldn't stop him. He was running straight down the gut, straight through the middle. They couldn't, they couldn't stop him. And, Absolutely, the Ravens are going to be looking at that, and other teams are going to be looking at that and thinking, "How can we exploit that?" One hundred percent. And I think the Ravens defensively, the, the whole way that they've changed playing this year is to cater for Lamar Jackson. So when mm-hmm. I was in Seattle last week, uh, the week before, uh, watching that game, um, yeah, I was in Seattle territory as a Niners fan, and yeah, I'd, I like them to do well-ish. How did you dress in that situation? Uh, very. Uh, Neutral colours. Um, you'd be surprised. Very neutral <laughs> colours, but I was surrounded by uh, Ravens, and I was getting on board with that. that mm. The fact that Lamar Jackson, fourth and one, went for it and 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 got the touch and runs it in himself. Yeah. That Seahawks defense uh, uh, and the way they've been playing, I thought, do you know what? I don't know if the Ravens can do this. I believe in these Ravens uh, to go to the Patriots and cause an upset, but. Everything has to be firing on cylinders. So, so the Lamar Jackson's go-to guy, yeah. they've got a running game, is Andrews. And the tight end let him down a few times in that Seahawks game. Mm. But I like Lamar Jackson. He's mentally strong. What happened with the Browns is they fumbled the ball so many times because the Patriots yeah. are so good at making you make errors. Yeah. So if the Ravens turn up mentally strong, ready for this, 
I, I believe that the Ravens are the team that can do it. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, there are still question marks about his ability as a passing quarterback, I think. And I think he shut a few of those critics up this season. Mm. But up against the best secondary in football, he is in Baltimore. And if they can establish the run game, that's going to make that a lot more accessible for him to exploit, I think. It's going to make, obviously, the Patriots have to counter that. Any, that's true of any team. But I think particularly if you're going to, if you're going to have a fighting chance against this Patriots secondary, you've got to establish the run game, particularly with Lamar Jackson. Are you buying him as a complete quarterback? Uh, you saw him up close in that game, so. Yeah, from those nosebleed seats, um, I, <laughs> which is all I could get <laughs> my hands on. So you're on the roof. Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. As long as I'm here, I'm not going to fly all this you're way. You're actually going to see any of the pitch. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but it's fine. Uh, the nachos were great. Um, however, Lamar Jackson, I, is he the complete quarterback? Uh, he hasn't done enough to, to show me that he gives me confidence when he's throwing the ball mm. all the time. But like he said, listening to him in an interview he said about his first year when he was thrown in after Joe Flacco came mm. out he didn't have that connection with any of the the offensive players so there were mistakes this year he looks better he was let down a bit last week by people and drops yeah. so, but he raised his game and I think he's a very dangerous quarterback however what's more dangerous is Bill Belichick has had all of this time to plan and prepare for the Ravens coming to town and he scares me more than anybody uh, that he will come up with a plan he will make Lamar Jackson run with the football and make mistakes and I think that's what you're looking at is it a kind of game of chess is he the complete quarterback Lamar Jackson no but do I think he's got enough explosiveness to to injure those Patriots then yes or worth pointing out as well, the Ravens coming off a bye week as well. Mm. It's been a long time to prepare for this. All right, which way are you picking it? Patriots at Ravens. Are you going for the road win? Uh, my mind's telling me, uh, <laughs> but my body. Uh, I, I really want the Ravens to win, but mm. do they win? Uh, I, we'll, we will find out. I, I mean, just looking at the Patriots, plus 17 on turnovers. I, I, I'm going to go with the Ravens, but I know wow. in my heart that the Patriots are going to probably win this. <laughs> How many but times I did want, you change your mind while you were speaking? It, quite a few. Yeah. And I think that's every fan. Yeah. That, well, we want the Patriots to be, yeah. make sure that they absolutely want the Ravens to win for, you know, for no other reason than w- the way we opened this chat, that that suddenly means game on in the playoffs. It's not going to be a cakewalk to the Super Bowl once yeah. again for Belichick. So I think, uh, I like the fact, I respect the fact, admire the fact you've gone Ravens, Patriots win this. Um, but, uh, is there I money on the line on this? Are we putting money on the line? Cause I will change my decision quickly. <laughs> <laughs> the safe bet is the Patriots. So I want the t-shirt that you won at Wembley a few years ago for the Jets. Dolphins. Oh, what a t-shirt moment that was. And yeah. thank you. That's actually on my CV. Uh, it is on my CV for the fact that this cold team of people come around the stadium. Who wants a t-shirt? We'll fire it at With your the face. guns. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I want a t-shirt. I want yeah. a t-shirt. There was a couple of people who'd gone to go and, uh, so how the far back were you in that? I was, uh, sort of end zone, mm. maybe, maybe a good 20, 30 seats back. Okay. Yeah. T-shirt gets fired. And I, and I said, you know, sometimes you have that premonition, this is mine, right? You People do. in front had gone. I felt like I was at the baseball game and I just reached forward my hand, grabbed it, just one, not even fumbled it. Did you push the chart bam. out of the way to get it? Look, the kid wasn't going to catch it. <laughs> so I took that t-shirt and I raised it in the air and I was, I was sort of celebrating and people were like, that was a great catch. And I was like, that was good. I held it couple of seconds too long too much. and people are like come on mate turn it in Enough it's already, just a mate. t-shirt you did a bit of a no look catch didn't you just got a look <laughs> <laughs> equivalent to Mahomes it was very much the Mahomes so that was Jets Dolphins at Wembley mm. we have Jets Dolphins again this weekend which is uh, an interesting game for probably the wrong reasons in so far as these two teams along with the Bengals 
and the Redskins are, are gunning for that number one overall pick. The Dolphins very much in the box seat at the moment still win as the Jets have one win. The Jets have got rid of Leonard Williams, of course. Mm. The trade deadline, they were trying to ship Le'Veon Bell. Apparently the Packers uh, and other teams are interested in taking Bell but couldn't get get it done. Uh, so they have given up on their season quite clearly in the building for the future as well. And of course, Jamal Adams and then the oh, whole Adams, course, gate, yeah. gate, gate, the Joe Douglas. Well, you know, we'll take calls. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you make the calls? Well, I mean, we, we take calls, make calls. I mean, it was, it's up. We watched that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the, do you know what's good about this game is we get another opportunity to look at the Hard Rock Stadium ahead of the Super Bowl. And that's nice. Right. So you can really have a good look at the stadium if you want to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's a great shout. Uh, but yeah, uh, who are the, the Jets? Who are they? Adam Gase, uh, I, I don't think a lot of people have had a lot of faith in him. Uh, his, his, it's interesting what's happening. Sorry, what are you going to say? No, no just, just the fact that no one knows, what, that, you know, that McTaggart came in win now. That was the whole point of them, and all their picks of getting Le- Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, this is not. A t- this is a team in transition. Le'Veon Bell's carried the ball 108 times this season. Yeah, how bad is their offensive line? <laughs> That's the point. What is going on? So, so they are not a win now team. Adam Gase, it it it, it says to me the catastrophes there. We thought they were going to be good. I was when I was away in America watching the Patriots. Mm absolutely slap about the Jets yep. was embarrassing and and I'm, I know Jets fans will be listening but you know it I know it let's call it what it is you are a team that are in transition mm. and I expect the Dolphins to get a win because they've been bad mm. but are they going to throw the game like they did against the Steelers and well, that, is, that is the game we're looking up, at right? and, yeah. uh, and, you know, and then capitulated they were competitive in the Dallas game in the first half we were chatting about that before we came into the studio that that was with the Josh Rosen four from one and he, one. he's saying come on guys yeah. let's go for it. Brian Perez is like no let's not let's not do it so who wants the first uh, higher pick yeah <laughs> do the Jets want to prove that they they know what they're doing and get this win mm. and and to prove that Joe Douglas is is the right man in case he's on the hot right man. in case in the hot seat uh, he has to be on the hot seat so I I that is really interesting I think if they go two and fourteen one and fifteen mm. Even three and thirteen, I think Gase could be on his way out. But because everyone said this is a win now team, and yeah. Adam Gase has said, "Yeah, this is a win now team. We've got talent here." And mm. suddenly you don't have talent. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't go back on those words. So if I was to look at this, I, I think the Jets have to win to keep Adam Gase's job, and the Dolphins are happy to get a nice high round pick. Yeah, okay. I still think the Dolphins win it. I'm with you on that. I think they get the win at home. But you think the Jets will get the row in because of the urgency? Yeah. I, that would be the storyline for me. The Dolphins have looked good. If they don't throw it, yeah, the Dolphins pick up their first win. Okay, let's rattle through some of the other games, all of the other games. Bears-Eagles, key for the Bears now, really. Their season absolutely hanging in the balance, three and four. I mean, is it hanging in the balance or are you done? Are you sticking a fork in the Bears? Uh, I'd, I'd say... That was another one. Stick a fork in him. This one's over. Hey, there's some Bears there. What do you got a fork for? Oh, no, he's going to stick a fork in the Bears. Just going to antagonize him. Yeah. They're just uh, rummaging through the bins, let them crack on. Uh, Jordan Howard returned uh, for this game. Yeah, of course, the Jordan Howard bot. The Bears are not doing enough on, on defense. They're not the same team. Mm. Uh, because their offense is so bad? Uh, you know, sometimes in that game against the Chargers, uh, where it was there for the taking, you know, Mitch, uh, ditch Mitch, people are saying, yeah. I don't think, is he that bad? The whole team's playing what? badly. The whole team is playing badly and they're not executing when they need to. Mitch is too easy as the target to say he's the reason. But no, Matt Nagy does not trust him enough to throw that football. Mm. And I think that's what the Eagles are going to do. They're going to say, hey, 
go for it, throw against this. Are you surprised that they didn't deal for a quarter? I know they invested so much in Trubisky, and this is the problem. This is the you know the millstone around their neck is that they they went they went in all in on him, mm. and so it's very hard to let go in that situation. It's and a pride thing, isn't it? It's, you saw that with Bortles and, and the Jags, right? That was you know a similar thing where they just had they had, when they re-upped his deal, it was really you sure this is you've got a great defense here, you're a better quarterback away from from winning the Super Bowl. And they went all in on Bortles and for one more year, and that that's how did that play out? So I'm surprised that despite it, they didn't look at uh, cutting a deal somewhere. Yeah, I mean, if if if, if Matt Nagy does not 100% believe that uh, Trubisky can play all of his, right. his system, why are you wasting exactly. your time? Exactly. But that's for Matt Nagy and and those guys to know because they do need to all up their game. And to blame it on Eddie Pinheiro again, another kicker. Mm. Look, the kickers are going to make kicks or they're going to miss him. Like Adam Vinatieri, that game with the Colts, where it came down to the 51-yard kick, yeah. I looked at that and thought, he's not going to make it because he's been rubbish before yeah. the rest of the game. And yet, that's his 200th game, he makes that kick. You shouldn't be leaving it for your kicker to win you the game. And, and if you can't get it done with Chubisky getting touchdowns, well then, yeah, you need a new quarterback. Eagles are 4-4, four four. of course, they smashed the Bills last week, so suddenly they're believing again. Uh, key start on Carson Wentz to keep an eye on. He's had fewer than 200 passing yards in four of his last five games. So mm-hmm. he is at the moment in, in decline. They nevertheless are in a position where if they win this, they're going to feel we could potentially catch the Cowboys. We could mm-hmm. certainly hustle for a wild card as well. So I think they've got more riding on it uh, and more belief, I should say, at the moment. They've both got a lot riding on it. I'm picking the Eagles for the win. Uh, yeah, the, definitely the Eagles. The Birds uh, go five and four. Uh, the possibility of Deshaun Jackson, Avante Maddox coming back for them. It's exciting. You, you mentioned about Carson Wentz. Mm. Yes, that's a decline. But you look at Kirk Cousins you, in the fact that if you want him to do more, can he do more? Mm. And when he doesn't have to, um, then you, you let your running game with, with sure. Sanders and, and Jordan Howard. I, that's I, a fair point. Yeah. And it's, so with Carson Wentz, that knee was not looking good last year. They said he was back to full, mm. full fitness, but he looks stronger now running with the football yeah. and making plays happen when he yeah. needs to. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. He's definitely got uh, that confidence back. Colt Steelers, interesting. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, keep an eye on him. Uh, he's got a calf injury, limited in practice on Wednesday. So he's obviously a key part of this offense, although not living up to... Uh, his usual levels, Jacoby Brissett hurling that game against the Broncos out of the fire. I mean, it was, mm. we shortlisted Nicky Bandini on our show on Monday along with, it was a great week of plays with the Rogers play and the Watson play you mentioned. That was a, an honorable bronze medalist in that, in that ranking, but it, hell of a player. Another win, five and two. The Colts are legit. Uh, going to Pittsburgh, I think they get the road win. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you that. Um, the, the Colts, I don't know what was happening. It wasn't quite as good as we'd expect them to have been last week. And and that's sign of a good team, not necessarily a bad team, a team that can still win when they're not playing that well. And Jacoby Brissett did enough that he had to do at the end. Uh, I, I don't necessarily believe him. Mason Rudolph and uh, James Conner mm. might be slightly injured. Yeah, right. But the, the interesting thing with the, the Steelers, which I do like about them, is um, when I was talking about the Patriots, they're plus 17 turnovers. They get a lot of interceptions. They force fumbles. That Steelers um, defense yeah. with them uh, that fits, uh, that come over from Minka. Minka. They'd come over from what a great player, and he's galvanizing. I think it'd be a close game, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Colts win. Titans Panthers, of course. Titans believing again, uh, four and four now, um, with Ryan Tannehill in for Marcus Mariota. Another good performance. Three touchdowns for for him. They're starting to believe another one of these teams. Very good defense. 
so-so offense as long as a quarterback doesn't throw the game away. And mm. in Tannehill's case, he is. If we're talking, what do we say about Matt Moore? He was serviceable. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill is three more than serviceable. <laughs> he is more than serviceable, Ryan Tannehill. It doesn't excite anybody. It doesn't necessarily need to if their offense... It, it, it comes down to to Derek Henry and the way that the Niners ran past those Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, can Henry do that? Uh, good because it means that Ryan Tannehill doesn't have to throw that that football. But what I love about Tannehill is it, you 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 didn't make it at the Dolphins. Yeah. You go somewhere else and you look good again. Yeah. And it was like, it was <laughs> yeah. like watching Kenyon Drake with the Cardinals. Right. Yeah, yeah. How, where has he been? And yeah. I think sometimes you, if, by moving around, you do get Definitely the best out of you're in a toxic locker room like Miami certainly had. Uh, but uh, I'd, I'd say Panthers for this game, oddly enough. Really? You have a bounce back win for them? A bounce back win, uh, better of the two. I don't know. Well, Kyle Allen, it, it has his confidence been smashed by the Niners with his interceptions? He hadn't thrown mm. one, throws three in a game. Maybe. Um, sacked seven times uh, protect him the Panthers win I'm taking the Panthers as well I think you're right there but again it'll be as all Titans games always are 17-14 <laughs> and you're just waiting gonna... don't put them on an accumulator that's what I've decided <laughs> I had the Bucks to win a big accumulator last week and they had the, uh, the fumble no, they they tackled the the kicker, the punter, I think it was, and then the ball rolled out, so it was a fumble. Yes, and the the whistle already blown, blown, and uh, Bruce Arians, risk it for a biscuit, was furious because they took it back. Anyway, that's my money lost. Anyway, it's not important. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear more about that. That's a spin-off show we're going to release as a bonus pod on Saturday. The uh, almost the or- <laughs> Tom Deacon's top five famous uh, gambling busts. Uh, Buck Seahawks uh, got to be Seattle, right? In Seattle. Uh, yes, I, I was undecided of this one for the fact that the Bucks. Winston will be, will come good at some point, uh, but the Seahawks look too strong. That, that that's the problem. Um, however, they've lost their centre, Justin Britt. Um, I don't know. The Seahawks are six and two. The Bucks are two and five. The Bucks were dreadful at Tottenham. Uh, James yeah, Bucks w- have scored almost thirty-two points uh, every, each game on average since week three of the season. So in the last five six weeks. They've scored almost 32 points a game, yeah. not in total. No, and, and Bruce Arians said that some of those interceptions weren't Jameis Winston's fault. Mike Evans looks electric. Yeah. Running game is the best it's been in a long time. Uh, I know what you mean about it. It's a, a tough one to go. I mean, I'm, I think Seahawks will win, but they've got that sucker. They're another sucker punch team that can that can hurt you, the, the Bucks. They're not a home. Seahawks are at home field mm-hmm. advantage. I don't think it's a home field advantage as we expected it uh, at good old uh, Century Link. So I don't know. I, I think there's going to be an upset. Bucks come in. And, uh, and get an upset. Somehow, a miracle happens. James Winston does not throw an interception. All right, last few. We'll line on who's going to win and why. Redskins, Bills. Obviously, the Bills, because of the Redskins, is my is my hot take on that. Yeah, the, Bill, the Bills will want to get back to the winning ways, and the Redskins are just poor. The best thing about this game, as oh, a former course. 49er, is Frank Gore uh, is in there. And, and we're talking two of the top uh, six all-time uh rushing leaders with Adrian Peterson as mm. sixth place Frank Gore with fourth if Frank Gore gets 100 yards in this game which I don't think he will he'll pass Barry Sanders so for me this is all about running that football and, and letting those two two legends of the game get their get their stats love that uh, Lions Raiders uh, Darius Slay who was a very unhappy camper of course with the, the Lions moves before the trade deadline uh, still a hamstring does anybody like camping I hate camping so I don't, I don't mind you, it depends where depends where you're camping and what in if it's mm. just a usual tent and no airbed. T- you're definitely a glamping kind of 
Oh, mate, 100%. What do you think a festival yeah. is? That on your rider? You insist on 100%. Yeah. Or I'll just go in, watch a couple of bands, and then leave. People <laughs> <laughs> be like, stay for the ambience. Yeah. Nah, nah. Bye, bye, bye. Are they, what are they like playing festivals? Uh, there's some b- brilliant comedy festivals where they really, really cater for you. Like Latitude is a fantastic mm. one for, for, for comedy and hummus. Uh, <laughs> so really, if you like those two things, go and enjoy. Um, you paid in hummus. Yes, I will laver up in hummus. It's funny for a good minute, but then after yeah. that, people are like, what are you going to do now for the next Uh-oh. 20 minutes of your set? Buy me a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, seen some amazing bands. But, uh, like Glastonbury. Glastonbury, yes, I've done that. That's, that's good fun. Mm. Uh, in a comedy tent. However, Reading and Leeds have got a bit of energy to them, which I like emceeing and hosting their, their tents. Yeah. But what happens is, if you've never experienced it, as soon as the comedian that you wanted to be on, has finished their set the whole tent will get up <laughs> and then leave and the worst job is the MC. like hey guys yeah and i know you're not um yeah if you could people coming in if yeah. you could let them come in like, you're just like a you're basically somebody who works on the tube <laughs> just trying to organize people uh but yes it. um right lions raiders uh yeah. the raiders keeping on josh jacobs and tyrell williams they're both a little bit banged up so keeping on their status neither of them or both were limited in practice on on wednesday uh First Obviously. time back at the Coliseum for those Raiders. They've been on the road for a long time. Yeah, right. It's a good point. Three and four. They'd be disappointing after going back after Wembley. Uh, looking like game on for the season. Disappointing with that loss so close against the Texans last week. Defensively, they've been allowing a lot of points mm. chalking up. But we know what this young offense is capable of. Car is more like the car we saw a few years ago. Uh, I'm going Raiders at home for the win. I think uh, I would do exactly the same. I, I like Derek Carr for the fact that he doesn't make as many mistakes. He's looking good. But defensively, that's where someone like Stafford, who's carrying this Lions team at times. Oh, what hell of a season. Yeah, they, they've got no running game uh, at the moment. For a change for the Lions, right? Yeah. Why break the habit of the last 10 years? <laughs> uh, John Cruden in the car. Uh, I feel like with uh, his, his way of playing uh, and directing that team, he has to carry that defense. It's not talented. Um, and he has one way of winning. And if that doesn't work, then but that's it. It's another game lost. <laughs> so, uh, can the Lions, Matt Patricia's done a great job, but I, yeah. I don't know if they're as talented as the offense that Derek Carr has at his disposal. Is it a trap game for the Packers, uh, playing the Chargers in LA? Uh, of course, the Chargers off the back of that win against the Bears last week. They've been involved, the Chargers, in seven one-possession games this season. That is tied for the most in the mm. NFL. So, I don't, despite their consistent and perpetual dysfunction, I don't think... I think they're much better than their record suggests, the Chargers. I mean, I'm really surprised. I'm not not surprised at all because it's the Chargers, but really surprised that we're sitting here now, week nine of the season, and they're three and five. I thought they'd be in the playoffs this year again. Yeah. Do you think maybe the Packers, this could, because they're always trap games for the, the top three seeds a couple of times a season. Is this one of them for the Packers? Uh, on paper and, and from what we know about it, I, I think it, it definitely could be a trap game. I think 95%, I saw this stat, 95% of the money is on Green Bay for this. <laughs> okay. And, and that puts it into... <laughs> I wonder who the 5% are. <laughs> yeah. The Some 5%. real sort of people who are going, this is the one. <laughs> this is the one of the... Uh, I, I mean... The, the, the Packers wrote down this little stat the a thousand yards to opposition they've let in the last four games mm. um, four char- games okay. yeah the Chargers uh, their running game w- where's that been um, you know they, they were talking about shopping uh, Gordon that didn't happen yeah. it's alright so now you have to play him where's Eckler it, it, yeah. it was clicking at the beginning and now it's not but Rivers 
you know, he, we know what he can do. Keenan Allen is on course for his best stats, uh, of, of any season if he continues in the way he has. So yeah, I think the Chargers can expose the Green Bay's, uh, defense. Um, but can they defend against Aaron Rodgers? And he, he is the difference maker. Devontae Adams could be back for the Packers. He's missed the last four, of course, but he's practicing this week so he could start. Uh, they kind of need him back. Conversely, look at Aaron Jones might, he's going to be a game time decision, I think. So, what do you think? Expect too much of him. Yeah. Huh? They expect too, too much, much of Aaron Jones. Too much on him. I, I still think the Packers get the road win, but I don't think it's going to be as uh, plain sailing as some people suggest. Uh, no, my, my money's in the part that 95%, so, oh, yeah, well, so I definitely <laughs> want to win. I think the 5% is entirely Harry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's mortgage the house with. That's vintage uh, Harry. Is <laughs> of course, textbook. Browns, Broncos, uh, Cleveland. Oh boy. Where do we start with Cleveland? We don't have time to really get into to Cleveland to this time, sadly. Um, but who both, are Cleveland? Who, who are, are the Browns? What are they about? Who are are we? Um, I think the Browns get the road win here. Uh, do you know what? With a new quarterback coming in, Brandon Allen, uh, he's coming in because Flacco's got a neck injury after putting his neck out and saying a few things about the whole team. Uh, yeah, I think the Browns do get that that road win. However, I do not believe in those Browns. I said they wouldn't make the playoffs at the start of the season. I don't know who they are as a team. They don't know who they are. Um, Freddie Kitchens... Um, yeah, I don't think he'll be staying around for too long. You can't have you play at OBJ giving a pair of cleats to an opposition quarterback. Can go, you do that? Go, cl- go ahead. Cle- you can't do that. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. He was just fishing for the trade, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, final game of the week, uh, Monday Night Football, Cowboys at the Giants. Uh, of course, Leonard Williams suiting up for, for New York Giants for the first time from the New York Giants. I'm working here. <laughs> I'm working here. Um, do you see any way the Giants win this game? No. Even <laughs> at that, I, I just think we should. Uh, I think yeah. we should. Um, Michael Bennett comes in for the the Cowboys. They've had a bye week. They've had a bye. Most fumbles. The Giants. Uh, Barkley is terrible at pass protection. So therefore, uh, I think the, uh, the 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 Cowboys are going to run over the Giants. And um, yeah, they're not going to give Danny Dimes enough time uh, in the pocket to do anything. I'm with you on that, bud. Cowboys all the way there. There we go. We've done it. We've picked every single game. The Rams, Saints, Falcons, and Bengals all on a bye week. So uh, don't shout at us on social media because we didn't Please talk about don't it. Shout. We didn't Please talk about don't it. shout. We did talk a bit about the Rams with Jared Goff as well. So We did a little bit. Um, yeah. They're, they're, um, they're going to be there or thereabouts depending on how well Jared Goff and their system plays. Because <laughs> <laughs> Todd Gurley is not who he was and, and I say this smugly mm. as uh, looking at that NFC West as a, as a Niners fan happy about that I am ecstatic about the fact that the Niners are finally the team that I fell in love with years ago and we're watching that gold and red uh, finally do something exciting to see how far they can go and you'll be back of course to, as we get deeper into the season and see how it all plays out enjoy Wembley on Sunday bud uh, I'll be there rooting on uh, whoever I've put in my accumulator <laughs> <laughs> that is we're going to get this spin show up and running I love it um and if our listeners want to get in touch with you, uh, follow you on Twitter, go and see you live. Where can they get all your stuff? Uh, do, do you know what? The best thing to do, seeing as I pay for it every year, mm. uh, have a look at my website. Oh, nice. <laughs> They're still running. Um, so, yeah, that has a live uh, list. Yeah, I, I, I manually do it so you can click on the link and, and, and get your tickets, find out where I'm performing. Uh, also on my Twitter, uh, Tom H. Deacon. Uh, H is for Holmes, which is Sherlock. So detective here um, nice. is signing out. The case closed. Thank Love you. It. Drop the mic on. Just drop the headset and we'll get now. Dropping the pipe, can't stop it. <laughs> Cracking stuff, always a lot of fun. When Tom Deacon is in the house, I can guarantee you one thing: he will be back before the season 
is done. Don't forget, as I said at the top of the show, our listener league at Paddy Power Fantasy, a thousand pounds in cash prizes. We drop all the information and how to enter on Monday. So follow our social media channels at the NC show. Subscribe to us so you get Monday's show. Find out all the information from Monday and get involved with that. And if you can't wait to get your daily fantasy mojo on our Saturday show with me and the OG dropping tomorrow morning, getting you set for week nine's daily fantasy this coming Sunday. If you're heading to Wembley, enjoy. We'll see you Monday. Bye for now. Podcast Network.